0: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Welcome back to Lynchburg, Virginia, Williams Stadium. Riley Nelson, we're going to see one of two things after the next 15 minutes of play. We're either going to see the largest comeback of the Sitake era or we're going to see a field storm. One of those two things is going to happen here this afternoon.
2: I mean, this crowd was all on their feet for not just the fourth down, but the the third down and fourth down plays as BYU turned the ball over on downs. Right now they've got Don't Stop Believing playing as they enter the fourth quarter. Everyone's got their cell phone cameras on. I mean, this is as jubilant as a crowd as I've seen in a college football stadium quite some time.
1: Well, certainly BYU needs stops. That goes without saying. But then the question becomes, well, they're down 20 here in the fourth. How many times under Kalani has BYU scored 20 or more in the fourth quarter? That's what they need, right? What's happened four times? 2016, BYU had a 20-point fourth. 2016, Michigan State, a 21-point fourth. In 2020 against Houston, a 22-point fourth. And last year against Virginia, a 21-point fourth. Those are the four and only the four only times BYU scored 20 or more in the fourth quarter. They need a fifth here today. And they need stops of a Liberty offense that is nearing 500 yards to BYU's 205. And Liberty has snapped 27 more plays on this day against BYU. Well, the most rushing yards by a single opponent before today, in the Kalani Sitake era, I presume we're talking here, was 188 yards uh, in the Baylor game last year. Uh, Smith had 188 in the Baylor game. Day-Day Hunter has set the new high-water mark against Kalani, 196 rushing yards.
2: Mm. And he's not done. he got a whole nother quarter, yeah. and a quarter where this Liberty offense we'll is going to try run and run yep. the clock out. Yep.
1: So we could see a big, big number from Day-Day by the end of this Day-Day. Alright, 15 to play here in the fourth. Liberty 34, BYU 14. Jonathan Bennett on an 81% completion day. Can you believe that? 22 for 27. New high is Riley noted in completions in a game by Bennett. He's in the gun. Day-Day Hunter takes the handoff and goes a gap for four. Second down, six. And the clock is the greatest ally of the Liberty Flames right now. The play clock will be liberally utilized here in the fourth quarter.
2: I mean, they've been doing it since the first quarter, right? They've been... Time out for injury.
1: Oh, that'll stop it. John, BYU, John Nelson John, again. Yeah. Second time today. They stop a clock, uh, stop the clock for a Nelson walk-off. Well, BYU in danger of losing a third straight game. And these kinds of streaks are, uh, have been rare in the Sitaka era. Last time BYU lost three in a row was in 2019. Home to Washington at Toledo at South Florida. So it's been three years since BYU lost three in a row. That's what they're looking at today. Back in 2017, BYU had a seven-game losing streak. Liberty looking to get to 7-1. Get themselves some top 25 attention in so doing. 34-14 the score. Flames up 20. Day-Day Hunter is the pistol back. They'll motion Bentley Henshaw, the former Cougar, to tight end Left. Dayday starts inside, goes outside, who he's just hammered from behind by Tyler Batty. That was a, was a tackle with some malice to the 37-yard line, the 33-yard line, i beg your pardon. It'll be third down and five, and a minute is gone here in the fourth quarter. So what do you do here if you're Liberty? You're in long field goal territory, but I'm not sure how much you trust your guy at this point. He's 0 for 2 at 50-plus. It's third and two from the 33. It'd be a 50-yard field goal if you get nothing. And Liberty's close to putting a hammer down here. 34 to 14, 20 point lead, 13 40 to play. Does Few Freeze say it's four down territory? You got two plays to find two yards, boys. It looks like it. They got
2: jumbo personnel in.
1: So they now go I backs with Bollinger as a fullback. Quarterback, oh, a miscommunication yeah. on the play.
2: The best thing that, Liberty, or that happened they to do. BYU Sorry, right there is Riley, they...
1: but the, uh, the running back Malik Caper took the handoff and ran right into Anthony Bennett as there are BYU is down. So... That was a total mess on that third and short, and now goes to fourth and longer. Is it Batty who's down? Tyler Batty is down on the field. Another injury timeout, another BYU player down. This BYU team has just been battered from start to finish this season. Game after game, day after day, guys missing time due to injury, and it's been a a day where a couple of D linemen have had to go off the field and stop play as a result. 13-13 remaining in the fourth quarter. A timeout is forthcoming, so we'll take it. Liberty 34 and BYU 14, a fourth down and six for Liberty at the BYU 37. When we, oh, they're gonna, oh, we're going to keep it going. We're not going to break. They've taken the timeout away. As Batty leaves the field, they're going to make them play this fourth down. And it is the offense back out on the field. So BYU may get a chance to get the ball back here with no damage done. Fourth down and six for Liberty at the BYU 37.
2: Big-time gift on that third down from Liberty was switching in Caper after Hunter. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand you what? need to spell him, but a big third down at like that? At that point, that? yeah. yeah.
1: So pistol again. Day-Day is the trail back for Bennett. Tight end and a wide receiver to the right. Two wides left. Game clock at 12.55. Play clock still at 25. They're snapping it really early for a big play. Fourth and six. Play Fake. Opening the left flat is Day-Day. Makes the catch plenty of room to run. He has the first down at the 30 and moved the sticks. On fourth and six, a gain of seven.
2: I so, think they might measure this. They did well, it at what the was, 31. What was,
1: what was Day-Day doing, by the way, after he made the catch? Yeah, yeah. He stopped and then dribbled, dribbled, uh, doubled back and then fell forward. And that should be enough for a first down. They will move the chains. Yeah, yeah, they just did it visually. But he easily had the first down, and he decided to do some stopping and starting and ducking and diving and... There was no dipping or dodging involved, but uh, it's a first down either way. So 30-yard line, first down and 10 for Liberty. And the clock rolls. It's another two minutes, basically. And uh, the Cougars are facing the clock and their adversary, the Liberty Flames, who have outscored BYU 31 to nothing and counting right now. What a remarkable run the Flames have gone on since BYU went up 14-3 to three in the first.
2: Yeah, three minutes left in the first quarter.
1: Shotgun snap to Bennett. Give to Day-Day. Day-Day. Bumper cars off a couple guys for a gain of two. This will get the game clock under under 12 minutes to play. BYU football presented in part by Sela, formerly known as Edge. Sela. Sela Pest Control. Home is where you get to do your thing, and whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. For guaranteed year-round pest protection, visit Saylapest.com. That's S-A-E-L-A Pest.com. Liberty 34, BYU 14. Cougars looking at what, be, what would be a third straight loss. And how about a, And It's a weird thing, Riley. The daytime games have just been bedeviling for BYU. This would be a fifth straight daytime loss. Handoff, day, day, middle. And he goes right behind his center to the 25 yard line from the 28 for a gain of three. It'll be third down and five. The game clock will go under 11 minutes now.
2: I don't know. You know, I know typically with the TV uh, flex schedule that a lot of times the better opponents like Arkansas last week get scheduled for BYU's day games but this one wasn't necessarily the case Um, yeah that's a perplexing little trend going on
1: it'll be a fifth straight day game loss for BYU and all their losses this year would be the matinees 10-45 on the game, 15 on the play a sprint right for Bennett it's a third down and five, he throws for the end zone oh what a catch made! It's a contested ball, and the call is touchdown, Liberty. Touchdown to C.J. Daniels. And that is putting the hammer down, 40-14 to with a PAT pending. It is a 37, soon to be 38-0 run for the Flames against BYU on a game they said was 50 years in the making. Liberty is making BYU regret the trip out beast today. Wow. 40-14 with the PAT coming up. The Liberty Flames have dominated this game since BYU took an early 14-3 lead. And the play clock ran out, but they were looking at the video review to make sure the touchdown counts. They're taking a look at it right now in video and waiting for the clearance. And with that, Jonathan Bennett has a new career high in passing yardage after last week or after earlier today setting his new career high in completions in a game. Who needs Charlie Brewer? Yeah. Keep this guy in. PAT from Nick Brown is up and with a swing of the leg, it's 41 to 14. The score is a palindrome. Without a massive change, the Cougars are going home at 4 and 4. It's 10:36 to play. BYU now finds itself down 27 points. We're taking time out. Liberty 41 and BYU 14 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.
0: To the Bilt Bar Broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: BYU football brought to you in part by Sigrid and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Well, BYU's hopes of a 10-win season will be officially out of possibility with a loss here today if the Cougars don't come back. and It would take a massive comeback now. Almost uh, impossible to consider the way that Liberty has moved the football today. 41-14, to BYU down 27 with 10.36 to play. Liberty could almost hope just to run into the line with every possession and still have enough time to get out of here with a win. BYU needs a lot of things to happen in short order, and not much has gone right since the opening quarter. Liberty outgaining BYU 535 to 205 yards. The kickoff from Jason Stricker into the end zone for the touchback. So BYU first and 10 from the 25. Jaron Hall in the offense back out on the field. Hall... Great start, and has kind of been sluggish since, but that goes for the entire BYU offense. That last touchdown drive from Liberty, by the way, 53 yards, eight plays, 440 off the clock, 25-yard touchdown pass at the end of it. Bennett to Daniels, nice catch made. They had to review it because he came to the ground with the BYU DB, two hands on the ball by both players. The judgment was touchdown and confirmed as such. Jaron Hall in in shotgun. Miles Davis. No Chris Brooks in the second half. Option to Miles, and he's tackled for a loss on the play. So BYU will go to second down and 11. The move of the game is brought to you by Bailey's Moving and Storage. Bailey's Moving and Storage. Moving with you every step of the way since 1952. And since moving to the FBS, Liberty's been very impressive. And one of the more impressive wins of their tenure will come today if they can hang on for the victory this afternoon. Jaron Hall throws on the underneath to Cody Epps. Makes the catch out to the 32-yard line. Gain of eight on third and, on second and 11. Third down and three, Liberty player down in the vicinity of the quarterback. And that's oh, Jay Hardy injured. down. So injured uh, Liberty defensive lineman, Jay Hardy being tended to. BYU down 27. Under Kalani, BYU's lost only two games by more than 27 points. At Washington, 35-7 was a 28-point setback in 2018. And Wisconsin defeated BYU 40-6, so a 34-point loss in that one. So these are outlier games, certainly. Last week was an outlier of sorts, too, with a team getting to 50. It was only the second time a Kalani-led team allowed 50, but in the first one, BYU won the game against Toledo back in 2016. So a couple of outlier games in back-to-back weeks as the sun is just about to set over the western horizon here in Lynchburg. Third down three for BYU. Jaron throws complete to Cody Epps. Epps makes a catch in the left-hitch area. And drags tacklers out to the 44-yard line. 43-44, a gain of 12. It'll be a first down for BYU. And it is a beautiful sunset we're going to see here late in the afternoon. We've had the shades down for most of the game because of how hard the sun was for us facing west all day. But we're bringing up the shades to watch this gorgeous sunset. About the only thing gorgeous we've seen today from a BYU perspective, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Sprint out right for Jaron Hall. He throws on the run and throws into the Liberty team area incomplete on first and 10. Clock will stop with a 9-11 to play. That's BYU's only second third down conversion of the day, by the way, that previous stick mover. BYU 2 of 8 on third downs. Liberty 6 for 10. And Liberty still run 30 more plays than BYU. Was there a flag on the play? The there officials, was. I didn't see that flag. Where did it fly, Riley?
2: I think it's an area of defensive holding. That would be a first down. Illegal substitution. Nope. Oh. Three of the defense. Five-yard penalty. Remains third down. Correction, first down. First
1: down, yeah. There, the fans so Stephen sings the fifth. The did you, did Stephen sings the fifth with the penalty there. We heard the official, I think, telling the referee that fans are throwing things into the players. Was that what you heard, Ryan?
2: <laughs> that is what I heard. I know, They're not doing anything about it.
1: You thought there might have been an announcement made or otherwise, but nope. Did hear that through the referee's mic? Yeah, I see something else coming onto the field. Yep, yeah, there's debris on the field. I'll we'll have to make an announcement
2: here. Yeah, it looks like the fans are throwing food. Um, will the clock operator please put on nine ten on the clock? And and two clock will start on the snap. To the Liberty student 9-10. section credit, by yeah, the way. They're pointing out the bad actors. Yeah, they're pointing out, out. They're here. pointing
1: out the offenders who've been throwing stuff onto the field and into the team area. So while there was no announcement by the official there. It's been noted, and crowd control is being enacted here at uh, Lynchburg to handle that. Jaron Hall avoids a uh, sack. A flag throws, maybe holding, but the throw to Cosper gets BYU down to the 35 yard line. We'll call that catch by
2: Cosper. Holding 78 of the offense. 10 yard penalty remains first down.
1: So the uh, big gainer to Cosper wiped off, wiped out. On the penalty before holding. With nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. BYU's fourth penalty on the day. So the Cougs will back it up. The line to gain is the 46-yard line of Liberty. And the spot of the ball is now the 39 of BYU. So 15 yards to go for first down. First and 15. Went from first and five to first and fifteen. Lopini Katoa vacates to create empty. No Chris Brooks here in the second half. Shotgun snap to Hall, short drop and throws intended for Chase uh, for Ethan Erickson, nearly picked off, and a good battle for the ball there between Ethan Erickson and Tyron Dupree. Goes as a pass breakup. Second down and fifteen. BYU home to ECU on a short week. So long travel and then uh, one less day of prep. It'll be a Friday night kick for BYU and ECU. 6 o'clock at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Without a, something miraculous here, BYU will be 4-4 and going into that game. Cook's got as high as number 12 nationally after beating Baylor in week 2 this year. Holland shotgun, Katoa left hip. Screen left to... Cody Epps makes the catch. Immediately tracked down by Tyron Dupree at the 44 of BYU minimal gain. Gain of 5. It'll be 4th down and 10 for BYU. I beg your pardon, 3rd down and 10. So 3rd down, long 9, almost 10 for BYU. 8-13 to play. Liberty all but promised a field storm if they defeated BYU today. And with head coach Hugh Freeze leading the charge on all that today meant, the Flames have responded. A deflected ball and nearly caught off the deflection by Isaac Rex as it tipped high in the air. It falls incomplete. Fourth down and nine.
2: You wonder though, Greg, it's literally been like since about ten minutes in the second quarter since this game was competitive. You wonder if the game being in hand for so long, if that somehow you know, negates a a crowd uh, storm in the field.
1: I, I think enough crowd, enough people are going to stick around for this one. I think at least the students alone, yeah, will. Uh, no, wanna, I mean you're right. You, you get
2: you get so few opportunities, and this is a huge thing. It's just, boy, the dynamics of the game. I think even Liberty surprised themselves at how they were able to put this game away so uh, so early and so convincingly.
1: And with that punt from Ryan Rico on fourth and now, this fourth and nine, this game is over. It's all. Academic now, you punt on the fourth down. There, it's you're giving the ball back, and that'll about do it. So, certainly would have taken something massive and miraculous and inconceivable. But the punt there on the fourth down and nine gives the ball back to Liberty with timeout on the field. So we'll take a break, and the Liberty Flames closing out a win over BYU. We'll come back and do that with you. Forty-one to fourteen Flames, with under eight to play in the fourth quarter on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update.
2: Some interesting scores to update you on a top 25. Number 7 Ole Miss trailing at LSU. The Tigers
1: with an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter. About 12 minutes to go. It's 31-20 LSU. Also, Oklahoma State down to Texas. The Longhorns up 31-24. Four and a half minutes to go in
2: the fourth. Back to Virginia and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jason
1: Shepard, thank you. 7.46 to play here in Lynchburg. The sun has set. The floodlights illuminate the field here at Williams Stadium. A sold-out Williams Stadium. We assume that a stadium attendance record has been set here today as the handoff to Shedro Lewis goes for no gain from the 14-yard line. In fact, a loss on the play back to the 11, so loss of three. Second down and 13. Attendance 24,012. That is a new single-game attendance record here at Williams Stadium. Officially seats 25. The previous high was 22,551. So they'd never been to 23K and got past 24 on this day. A record crowd watching Liberty defeat BYU today. The only question now, the final score. It's 7-10 to play and 41-14. BYU down 27. The game clock will get under 7. Second down and... 15 on that last play. The loss of five. Hand off Shedro. Shedro gets outside the left tackle. Great tackle made on the edge by Jacob Boren. After Shedro got out to the 14-yard line. Third and long coming up. The play clock will run down to near 6-10 before the ball is snapped. From the 14-yard line. A third down and 11 for Liberty. You know what we haven't seen today, right, Riley? What's that? A Liberty punt. Mm. We might here in a second. Third down and 11 for the Flames at their own 14-yard line. No punts on the day against BYU. Ryan Rico has kicked it five times. So if the Flames don't gain 11 here, they're going to punt it away for the first time today. Twins left and right. Play clock down to two. Flag. Somebody move early? Yeah. False start, so uh, too long.
2: False start. 73 offense. Five-yard penalty. Remains third down.
1: I feel the first punt of the day coming for Liberty. Third down and 16 with 6.13 to play, 41-14. to 14. The Flames about to go to 7-1. BYU would fall to 4-4 and, and lose three games in a row for the first time in three years. They'd lose a fifth straight day game. They'd failed to beat the spread in six straight games. A lot of troubling trends continue. They would today, at least for BYU here in Lynchburg. 41-14 to 14 Flames. BYU is a touchdown favorite today. Handoff middle, and that will go for only about five yards. So for uh, the punt team is out for the first time today for Liberty with 5.45 to go. But it took until the final six minutes of the game for the Flames to punt. We've not said his name yet. So Aiden Albus, do your thing. 37 punts on the year for an average of 41.8. That's a long of 64, a career long of 66. Albus... Has had to keep Warm as a holder today. So Hobbs-Nyberg is back to receive the Aiden-Alvis punt. 5.13 remaining and the clock rolling. In his end zone, three yards deep. Snap to aiden Elvis. Punt is away. Short, very short punt. We'll take a Liberty bounce, though, into BYU territory to the... Oh, really nice bounce. Stayed inside the sideline down to the 39-yard line of BYU. And Alvis has left the building. Well, just left the field. He's still on the sideline. Uh, 4.53 to play. Timeout on the field. will take it. 41-14, Liberty leading BYU Cougars on offense after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: left to play at a sold-out Williams Stadium. New stadium record set for attendance here today to watch BYU and Liberty. The last time BYU shut out in the second, third, and fourth quarters under Kalani was uh, San Diego State back in 2019. The Cougs lost that game 13-3. They scored their three early, did not score again. And the Cougs have been shut out since the first first quarter after BYU took a 14-3 lead. It's a 38-0 Liberty run. Now, I don't know that there's been a run of 38-0 against BYU in years. But uh, it's happened here today. Under 5 to play. The health of Chris Brooks becomes a question to address. Gunnar Romney did not play today. He remains out. Nakua was kind of in and out, but had a nice day today, all things considered. Miles Davis is the tailback with Jaron Hall in the gun. They're in pistol. First and ten, BYU. Jet sweep to Epps, and Cody is undercut at the 40-yard line. Got out to the 41 from the 39, so a gain of two on... Uh-oh. Cody Epps is now hurt, and Cody's not getting up, and he is holding his right Sign arm. Out for injury. Cody Epps is holding his right arm at his side and is in a great deal of pain as he comes to the sideline. No sooner do I talk about the injury issues the BYU's had on offense as Cody Epps three, leaves the game. 20, and Cody goes block. down to a knee in the BYU team area. It's his right arm, right wrist, right shoulder. Mm, tent is immediately up for Cody Epps. Oh, late in a game that's been decided, BYU's out, offensive leader until Puka's return, Cody Epps, goes down. Jaron. On a second down and seven. Throws incomplete intended for Nakua. No flags, no PI, although he wanted it called. The DB in the area. Guarding Puka Nakua. There's a Preston Hodge. It goes incomplete.
2: Yeah, Greg, this Liberty defense has played actually pretty tight coverage. The uh, the BYU receivers have had a hard time getting open and creating separation. Most of these catches have either been contested or broken up by the Liberty defenders.
1: BYU 2 for 9 today on 3rd downs. 3rd down and 7. Thank you Mitch. 3rd and 7 from the BYU 42. Clean pocket for Hall. Now it tends to shorten up on him. He's chased to his left and will try and run for the first down. I think he got it. He was thrown forward at the very end of the play and he got it. On 3rd down and 7. It's a run of 8 for Jaron Hall. He appeared to be stopped short. The defender actually threw him past the line to gain.
2: I would love to see more of that as, as they watch the film. Like... This offense is obviously not, it it cannot work to its full extent with Jaron just sitting in the pocket. He needs to get out and do more of that, not only to try and keep chains moving rather than punting the ball, but also to inspire his teammates a little bit to show that he's willing to give his all on the field.
1: Here's the surprising thing about Jaron Hall this year. We're eight games in. His long run remains 13 yards. Does he even
2: have 100 yards in the season? I don't think he does.
1: Coming into today, he was sitting at 75 and on this day, he's got 12. Jaron harassed, has room to the right. A lot of green grass to the right. Jaron takes off. This may be his long run of the season. Gets to the 38. Oh, just shy of it. It's from the 49 to the 38. It was to the BYU 49, so I think it's a 13-yard run. That might be his long run of the year on that play. As soon as I say 13-yard run, it's a 13-yard run for Jaron Hall tying his season long. to play. Moves the sticks. First and 10, BYU at the Liberty 39, Liberty 41, BYU 14. Jaron will throw for Keanu Hill. It's a jump ball, and it is knocked down incomplete. Pass broken up at the five-yard line. Kobe Singleton, the DB with Keanu Hill. It'll go to second down and 10 from the 39. They gave Jaron only 12 yards on the run officially, so his season-long remains 13, not tied there. Just doing some record-keeping on that one. But Jaron Hall now is sitting at, Riley, in answer to your question, 99 rushing yards on the year. But a total of 99 in eight games.
2: I think it's so interesting. You hear everybody kind of do their... Obviously, we, you hear people talk about him as a dual-threat quarterback. He was initially when he got his first starts, but that seems to have gone by the wayside the, this season.
1: A rare handoff. Lopini Katoa down to the 31. A run of eight on second and, uh, first and 10. Second and two for BYU. That was the second and ten. It's now third down and two for BYU. Cougs go tempo. Hill and shotgun. Play fake. And throws behind Braden Cosper and then skips off the turf to Kobe Singleton. Thought he had a pick, but no. Newskin brings you the beautiful catch of the game. Newskin discover the best you. And the catch might have been uh, Liberty catching BYU at the right time on a two-game losing streak and looking for answers on defense. They did not find any today here in Lynchburg. And the Cougs were not exactly caught unawares, but Liberty was the better team in every way today. 41-14, Liberty leads it. Fourth down and three for BYU. Jaron on a boot to the left. Squares his shoulders and fires incomplete intended for Puka Nakua. It is a turnover on downs. And Liberty's offense will take the field to close this one out. 2.49 to go. One first down and Liberty can kneel it out. BYU could stop the clock, but Martin Reilly, I'm not sure they even would no. even attempt. There would be no reason. So this thing, for all well, intents and purposes.
2: Well, well, <laughs> you know, you do that, you risk them scoring on you again. So you don't want to play that game. So this will be
1: uh, one of the rare halves. In fact, I don't know that BYU called a timeout today, did they?
2: No, they, did, they, they it, ended it, the first half with all three. That's
1: right. So this is the rare game where BYU does not call a single timeout. Timeout on the field, though. We'll take it. Media timeout. 41-14. to 14. Flames going to close it out over BYU next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: 41-14, Liberty over BYU. I think I have to amend something. I may have to. I said we're either going to see a major comeback or a field storm. They had a display on the scoreboard a moment ago. For your safety, there will be no field access after the game. So apparently they may be officially discouraging a field storm. So we may or may not see. Fans on the field.
2: Well, Greg, I wonder if this is brand new turf. They've got the Conference USA logos on the field and they're sewn in. It's not like it's just painted over. So I wonder if, with the announcement being made in the offseason. Anyway, we we may not see
1: it due to safety. At least they don't want the people on the field. Either way, it's Liberty football. First and 10 at their own 32 after a BYU turnover on downs. And Jonathan Bennett remains the quarterback for the Flames. Handoff to Malik Caper. And Caper. Drags Cougars for five, out to the 37-yard line. Liberty needs uh, one first down to then kneel out the clock. Jaron Hall will have his lowest pass efficiency rating as a starter. It's currently 112.7. It's his first time as a starter under 50% throwing it at 16 for 34.
2: Yeah, Greg. We'll see if um, if this if you. The message can keep the fans off the field. The, right after the the note went up on the big screen, the student section was chanting "Storm the field." So, <laughs> we'll, well,
1: and I, I'd, and I think Mitch too. I, th- <laughs> I thought Hugh Freeze was talking about it earlier this week too. So I yeah. think there's been some some encouragement that way. All right, under two to play. It's second down and six. The handoff goes to Caper. Line to gains the forty-two. He got out to the forty before being pushed back. So it'll be a third down and two for Liberty. If they get two yards, the game is over.
2: If only Liberty, the Liberty security guards had a rope around the field. I always find that so funny <laughs> when the, these stadiums, you know, they send out these hourly paid security guards who are doing it, probably even volunteers, and they hold a rope like that's going to hold back a charged-up student section that's just witnessed the best win in program history.
1: 12 seconds on the play clock 120 on the game clock. Liberty may let this thing go down and call a timeout just to use as much time as possible off the play clock. We'll see here. Play clock at four, three, and two and one. They get the snap off with one. The handoff middle and needed two. Did they get got to the it. line to gain? They got it. The game is over. So Liberty gets three needing two. And under a minute to go. That is it. This football game is over. The final seconds are going to tick off. And Liberty will have itself a 41-14 win over the BYU Cougars. The Cougars will lose three in a row, heading home to face ECU on Friday night. There will be one more snap of the ball. And we will take a break, come back with post-game coverage. 45 seconds on the game clock, 20 on the play clock. As soon as this ball is snapped, there will be a kneel. And then the game will be over. Jonathan Bennett under center. He takes a snap, takes a knee, that'll do it. Liberty 41, BYU 14, our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.